Welcome to episode 160 of Your Best Year Starts Here with Neil Martin and Nigel Risner. Welcome back, Nigel. And you said you had some idea of what we we're going to talk about on this episode. So um, what is it? So I've been done a little bit of traveling over the last four weeks. Um, I started at the end of the month um, in the Seychelles. We then did London, come back from Barbados, and just back from East Anglia in a lovely little place called Newmarket, where there is racing, and it's a fantastic place. And I will tell you now, Everyone has the same shit going on. Just thought I'd share that. <laughs> I used to you live just much. down the road. I used to live just down the road in Suffolk. So what, what we all think is it's different over there and they have different issues than we do. And if we only had more sun or we had more rain or we had more this, wherever you are, that's where you are. And if you acknowledge this is where you are and you wake up, because I remember a couple of weeks ago you woke up and you read a, a the wrong email type of thing. But if you wake up in the morning and you open your eyes and you realize you're alive, that's the start to the day because there are a lot of people who won't wake up that day. You then have an opportunity. And I, and I said, I've traveled literally around the whole world, it just seems, in the last month. I mean, you can't get two further places than the Seychelles and Barbados. And whilst it was all lovely, travel is long, travel is boring. <coughs> The paperwork is a pain in the ass, and this may seem first world problems, but sleeping in your own bed, having scrambled egg on toast in your own bed with your family is lovely. The problem is we all think it will be better when we get there. Well, let me tell you, you take your issues wherever you go, and you take you wherever you go, and unless you are cleansed, and we've got a couple of weeks before the new year, and I'm sure we'll have at least another episode before the new year starts. But you've got a chance now to really cleanse your soul to give you the best advantage that 2022 is your best ever year. Because we've been now working on this for over 160 episodes. We've given people loads of opportunities to create the perfect life. The problem is they think it will be better when. Yep. Well, let me tell you, it's exactly what it is because of the choices you've made so far. Yeah. So if you don't like where you are, you have to re- recognize you've made some choices because traveling is not easy, but I chose to go there. Coming back, you're going to suffer a bit of jet lag. Well, that's the price you pay. And that old phrase, you know, if, if you want rainbows, you've got to put up with a bit of rain. You can't all just have all because the way the world works is you're going to get some sorrow, then you know what happiness is. There's going to be good days, there's going to be bad days. There's going to be dark, there's going to be light. But what I know for a fact is you create and you have an opportunity to choose the life you want to live. However, I don't want anyone to think some people have difficult circumstances, but even under the most difficult circumstances, and if you want a great book to read over Christmas, Man's Search for Meaning by Victor Frankl, you'll realize we have a choice. Yep. So I don't want anyone to say, well, it's easy. It may not be. And, you know, we've gone through COVID. We're going through some other issues. You know, half of Europe is back in lockdown. It's not easy. But if you want 2022 to be your best ever year, decide right now, what are you willing to let go of? What do you want to do more of? And who are you going to spend your time with? The reason we love doing these podcasts, we get a chance to interact. 
We get to hear from our listeners and we get some questions and we see some reviews. But more importantly, we make a choice to do this because it inspires us, so it inspires other people. Mm. If we didn't like it, if we know he's moaning saying, well, I hate having to do these podcasts, I haven't, well, then don't do it. Yep. So write a list of things you hate to do. And then ask yourself, why are you doing it? Yeah, why do, why, why do I do this? It, do you know one thing that's interesting? I um, I recently finished listening to Will Smith's autobiography on Audible, okay? Um, which, incidentally, the audio production on it is awesome. They've put bits of music and, like, there's stuff in it that's just not, it's not like a straight normal audio book, right? But put that to one side. Will Smith, this is a man that's, you know, sold millions of records, you know, grossed millions of dollars at the box office with his movies, you know, famous TV show, like almost anything you could ever think of where you go, wow, like this guy has achieved so much, you know, he's been Muhammad Ali, you know, he's been all kinds of stuff and instantly turned down the Muhammad Ali part until, until Muhammad Ali himself asked him if he would do it. Right. You know, he's done all kinds of incredible stuff, but when you listen to his book and you strip away all of those accolades and you listen to the man underneath it, and you listen to some of the feelings and emotions that he's had as a man, and some of those senses of not being good enough, and some of those senses of always chasing more, and all this kind of stuff. My my summary of the book really was same struggles, bigger budget. You know, he, he can jump on a helicopter and he can rent a private plane and he can take over an entire floor of a hotel or even the, the entire hotel or whatever and do all this awesome stuff. But a lot of the same feelings, insecurities, emotions, doubts, fears, what, that any one of us can experience, he experiences too. And he's open and vulnerable about that in the book, you know. And and like I say, for me, it was just like, it doesn't, I'm not saying it doesn't matter what you've got because that would be a very naive thing to say. You know, it's a bit like with the COVID thing. People have gone, you know, we're all in the same boat. And then other people have gone, no, we haven't. We're all in the same storm. Some of us are on a luxury yacht and some of us are on a little life raft, right? And I, and I get it. I get it. And, you know, if I look at his life, you know, we're not, on the, we're not all on the same boat, but we maybe are all in that same storm. You know, he might have private jets and luxury yachts and, and whatever else. But the human experience, the emotions, the being a father, being a son, being a husband, you know, the having a career, the things that work and the things that don't work, the dealing with disappointment when something doesn't live up to your expectations, all of that stuff, it's the same. So Jack Canfield, who was my coach for a period of time, he gave me a great line. I did a, I did a presentation at one of his boot camps and he was in the audience. So I'm now... We spoke about this about three or four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. About imposter syndrome. Um, he's in the audience, and I'm running a session on professional speaking. And I challenged a few people, and it, a few people were a bit upset with my English. I, I was in I was in Santa Barbara, and I was doing my gun ho approach. That you know, the reason you, the reason some of your businesses suck is you suck. You know, my normal mm-hmm. style. And a few people were unhappy. And Jack came up to me and he went, "Big dog, big fleas." And it took me a bit of time to understand that, you know, if you put yourself out there, yep. people are going to go for you. You know, you know, I've spoken to a lot of people and, you know, if you speak to a hundred thousand people and 2% don't like you, that's pretty good. Yep. That's a lot of people when you get to a million people and when you get to 3 million people, I've, I've just hit the magic 3 million number roughly. Okay. Well, that's 60,000 people that all, is it 60,000, 2%? I think it is. Yeah. Who, who don't like me. Well, 60,000, if, you, if you're dealing with that, 
Well, that's just the way of the world. Yep. But if you focus on the negative part, you're just going to get more of it. So we've got a choice and a chance right now to create the life we want, to create the year that we want. But you've really got to dig deep to say, where are we right now? What does your life look like? And how do we make it 5% better? And the way you make it 5% better is to recognize how lucky we are. Yep. You know, I've traveled a lot through this year with COVID. I've spoken to some phenomenal organizations, and there are people who are still on Zoom. Well, that's their choice. Yeah. And people say, well, you, you risk every day getting on a plane. Well, I risk every day leaving my house, walking with my dog. You know, I've got a nutter of a dog, you know. Who knows what's going to happen with this, this oak of a dog, you know. We risk lots of things. Yeah. So the best way not to lose anything is never to risk anything. You know. Yeah. yeah but you can, you can hide, and then you won't upset anybody. Do a podcast, and there's always going to be someone saying, "Yeah, but it's not that easy." Well, they're right; it's not that easy. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think for me, it comes down to um, probably three words, actually. Okay, which you know, it starts with awareness. So you know, aw- awareness of 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 where you are and where you want to be, and it's that conscious consciousness of something, right? Then it's about acceptance. Because it's it's one thing recognizing where you are; it's something else being accepting that this is my starting point. Because the majority of people that I speak to, coach, train, whatever, actually fall into the camp of they're either too optimistic or they're too pessimistic. Very few people, without some help and support, see the true reality. You know, they'll either tell you all the stuff that's going wrong, or they tell you all the stuff that's going right. But rarely will they tell you both. Rarely will they see it in a in a truly objective way. Right. So, but it's, you know, it, it's the awareness of, of everything, that critical understanding. Then it's acceptance of, okay, that's how it is. Might not be how I want it to be, but it's how it is. Okay. And then the difference to create the new reality is action. It's like, what am I going to do next? And one of the things that I, I'm sure I've spoken about it on the podcast before, I've definitely spoken about it in lots of other environments many, 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 many times is, you know, when you decide on the outcomes you want to create in your life, the biggest thing you've got to do is decide who you need to be in order to achieve them. Because the person you are today got you to where you are today. As a friend and mentor of mine says, you know, your best thinking got you here. Yeah, if you could solve all of this thing on brain power alone, you'd have done it because your best thinking got you here. What you now need to do is be open to some other ideas and taking action on them. You need to be open to embracing some new habits, some new behaviours. It's like the 75 hard thing that we've talked about a bunch of times, you know. And Edward Deming, who your Edward Deming was the one who said, the level of thinking that got you here won't get to the new place you want to get to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and it's you know, that that it's that thing of, you know, how do I put this? Whether you're happy with where you are right now or not is, is almost immaterial. What matters is where do you want to be? And if the thing that you're waking up every day and saying, I want my life to look like this, isn't the life that you're waking up to every day, then you need to change something in order to get to that life. And it might be something really small. Going back to your 5% thing, you know, do you want your life to be 5% better? It might be the difference that you have to make is 5%. It might be 5% of your time you need to spend on something that you don't spend it on right now. And just that 5% is enough to make the difference. It might be well, that it's bigger know, than about, that. You know about exercising outside, about exercising inside. You know, the, to go outside, you've got to literally change a bit of, bit of behavior. You may have put some shoes on, put a coat on, but you know, getting some fresh air, 
and doing some of your 5,000 steps or whatever your amount is outdoors is different to walking around the flat, walking around the house, walking around the office saying, well, I've done 10,000 steps. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For me, part of it is, is, I don't even know that it's necessarily outside. I think it's doing things on purpose. You know, it's like, you know, it's all, it's all very well wearing a, a fitness tracking watch, you know, Fitbit, Garmin, whatever it is, and getting to the end of the day and going, oh, I did 12,000 steps today. But did you intend to do them? Did you know you were doing them? Or did they just happen in your day-to-day life? You know, to me, I think it's much more interesting the, okay, I'm going to go out and walk 5,000 steps right now, rather than I managed to do 10,000 during my day. So really funny you just said that. So about four weeks ago, I flew to the Seychelles, but on the way home, it was the Seychelles to Doha, part of Qatar, and I had a five-hour stopover. I was on a plane for a long time, and then I had another long flight. And whether you've been to Doha Airport, which so the World Cup is in Qatar next year, and this airport is about fifteen times the size of Heathrow Airport. And I was in I I was in transit <coughs> on gate like one, and my next flight was gate fourteen thousand six hundred. I mean, it was, and there was a point I thought, and it was like two in the morning for me, and I thought I might have to play injured here to get on a trolley, and I thought you know what you know what would be good is do some some steps. Mm-hmm. I said, so we're going to consciously do steps to walk the whole length. We're not getting on the premulator. We're actually going to walk the things. When I got home, I had done 14,600 steps on a day that I was on the plane for 14 hours, yep. which I found quite incredible. But you're right. It, I wasn't just doing it on the plane because I had my watch on, walking backwards and forwards. The I did purposeful walking. I yep. then felt very proud that on a day when I had a great excuse not to have been walking, and everyone would have said to me, you know, you didn't have to walk that day. You, you had a very long day. But it was purposeful walking. It's purposeful meditation. It's purposeful yeah. writing in your journal instead of just doing it. So a great way to end this session before we get ready for 2022 is what are you doing on purpose to create the life you want? Or are you doing it by accident? You just happen to have met the right person, spoken to the right person. Because your five phone calls a couple of weeks ago that you were doing, you made five phone calls on purpose. You didn't just have five people ring. Oh, I'm glad you called. You'd be part of my five. Yeah. That would have been easy to do. Yeah. Whether it's meditation, whether it's steps, whether it's drinking more water, what could you create for a life on purpose? Be in the room and then watch what you're eating. I mean, have you ever been to the cinema and eaten popcorn? Of course. And you're aware you'd have no idea what you're actually eating. You're just shoveling. Pretty much, yeah. It's dark. You can't see it, but you know it's there. And you just... But it's normal, isn't it? You know, you go to the the cinema, it's normal. But if the cinema, if the lights were on and you physically were looking down, because that's what you would do normally, you would never eat a giant popcorn. (laughs) I mean, it's just unheard of. But it's dark and you're not aware of what's going on. So here's my message for everyone. Think about what you're doing. And if it works, continue doing it. And if it doesn't, think about that it doesn't work and change your behavior. And I'll see you next week, my friend. That's good advice. And yeah, I think the, I think the bottom line in there for me is, you know, how can you spend more of your time living on purpose? And whether that's your greater purpose or whether it's just being conscious of your actions, the, the same thing applies, right? So um, yeah, it's another great episode. Um, and uh, we'll wrap it up there. But just before we do, last week I said, Oi, where's the reviews? This week I'm saying, Oi, where's the reviews? Because <laughs> we love it when our message gets out there a little bit louder. And um, we do this podcast on purpose. <laughs>
we'd like you to share it on purpose. So, um, yeah, if you could do that, that would help us very much and we'd be really grateful. And we will see you next week for another episode of Your Best Year Starts Here. Your best year starts right here. There you go.